Hey, it's Mel. And Maddie. And this is Smatter, Smatter of Fact. Just two best friends dabbling and speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects. In other words, a sm- Did you uh, forget the intro there? No, super. the word superficial is just like hard for me to say sometimes. <laughs> Every time it's I feel like a, I'm going to mess up on a it. A mouthful. I'm, okay, listen, this is what... Like, superficial uh, knowledge. This is like our more than 57th time saying it for sure, but like <laughs> 57th episode, I think. Am I wrong about that? No. I'm looking right now. Nope, I am. It's our 56th episode. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's... I mean, we'll get it eventually. Give us to like 100 and we'll get, we'll get there. On our intro. Maybe. And, and the outro. We no can't make any promises. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's new in this world today, this week? Uh, oh. I cut my hair. Oh yeah, it was a fun time. <laughs> I like it, it wasn't like that much different, but that was four inches. Oh really? Yeah, I like. For those of you who don't know, it's bad. I I get the urge. This this one has been like coming, but like I get the urge, and it's like. Mm the hair needs to be cut and then I grab a pair of scissors and go to town but the good thing is that my hair actually turns out looking decent so I don't have to like go get it fixed but it doesn't look like I don't know probably doesn't look like as professional if I were to go get it done myself hey man I forced my husband to do it, and he said that was the most stressful thing he's ever done. <laughs> wow. Not and you or, like, marriage yeah. or, like, anything like that. <laughs> and he, like, actually did a good job. Like, I, I think had to, he like, did. I haven't had to, like, um, fix it or anything. It's And it's grown out nicely, too. Because sometimes was like... haircuts grow out weird. Yeah, and I was like, so you're going to be my hairdresser from now on, right? And he was like, I think the hairdresser is retiring after you, like, maiden voyage, so. What I'm hearing is um, you and I have to get together and yeah, each other's hairdresser. Literally. It did take over an hour to just do that's, a straight cut on me, so that's all stressful. I don't do a straight cut. I, like, put layers in mine, too, so I don't have it down right now, I, like, so you wanna... can't see, but... I want to know how like how to do it myself, but you can learn. I don't you know. can learn. It was, it was pretty stressful for me too. So <laughs> after like <Sure. laughs> she sent me a picture and she's like, "Jaeger's currently cutting my hair. I don't know why he's standing like the Grinch though." And yeah, he was. Like, he was <laughs> the way he's standing, holding the scissors and like looking, and he's like. He's, like, slouching with his, like, upper back, like, curled over. And he literally looked like the Grinch. He's, like, Like, slouching. from, like, the, the Jim Carrey, like, Grinch movie. He, like, sticks his belly out and, like, I don't know. It's just... 
funny. It was so funny. I was like, that is the most accurate description I've ever heard. It was fantastic. It was too good. That yeah. was funny. Um, but actually, when Mallory and I lived together, cut her hair, and it turned out pretty good. Yeah, I know. But yeah. I was too desperate to wait for you, and so I made him do it. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of when Mallory and I lived together, I cannot <laughs> stop thinking about Outlander. I know. Which is what we're talking about today. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, actually Outlander or, like, um, Scottish history? We are not talking about specifically Outlander, but we are going to talk about Scottish clans. Uh, the clan awesome. system relating to Outlander. <laughs> um, so for It's been a long you, time coming. <laughs> yeah. Why I did mean, we think of this last summer? I don't know. When we were but, actually living together and watching it. Listen, guys. Outlander is just... Whew. Okay. I'm going to give you a little, like, brief synopsis. We're not going to give any sort of, like, spoilers because there's, like, so much that goes on. And I'm going to do my best not to give any, like, sort of, like, spoilers into Outlander through my, like, smattering of clan life. (laughs) Um, So Outlander starts out in the, like, post-World War II. Oh. (laughs) Hold on. No, you're right. It was, like, 1700s. Hold on. (laughs) It starts out in post-World War II Scotland. And it is a husband and a wife. And they're on, like, this, like, delayed honeymoon trip. And they are exploring. The the husband's a historian of sorts. And the wife likes to, she likes to gather, like, flowers. (laughs) I, that's the she's best way I can like... explain it. She's like a medical person. She's a nurse, but she likes to also gather flowers. Um, and she stumbles. And, oh, and... She, she likes to gather flowers. Oh, by the way, she was a war surgeon, but you know, <laughs> she was not a surgeon in the war. She was yes. a nurse. I'm pretty... Are you sure? Yes, she becomes a surgeon later. Okay. Anyways, know your Outlander. <laughs> and. So they go, uh, they hear from the person they're staying with about this, like, mystical, like, uh, ritual that's going to happen at this specific, like, rock place called Craignadune. And so they are like, great, let's go see the locals do this witchy ritual. Um, And they go and, like, watch this ritual. And then later, Claire, who's, like, the main lady goes back by herself because she saw some flowers and she's like, I just need to go. I do not and... remember that. Her wanting yep. to get just flowers? Yeah, she, like, goes, so she goes off and explores and she's like, I saw these flowers and I wanted to press them. I've never seen them before or whatever. <laughs> and that's why I brought up the flowers. I mean, that'd place. probably be me, honestly. So <laughs> she, they're, they're on their honeymoon. They're doing things that they both enjoy. He's exploring like his family's history, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so she goes back to this rock place. It's like a formation circle of rock formation of rocks. And there's like 
some very strange natural unnatural kind of like buzzing of bees and wind rushing and stuff and suddenly (laughs) naturally unnatural yeah but like you know what i mean it's not like it's not like alien noises so it's like natural noises that are in an unnatural setting and suddenly she is transported back into she doesn't know it at the time but she's transported back into 1740s scotland in the same location but she is transported back in time this place is like a wormhole she does not know how it's happened but somehow she has jumped back in time she's still in all of the things she's wearing um put it back in time and she's in the middle of like some like tussle between some clansmen and these british soldiers and all of this stuff goes down this is all in the first like episode by the way so i'm not like giving anything big away um some stuff goes down she gets scooped up by some clansmen um and Mm -hmm. she meets the love of our lives (laughs) jamie james fraser jamie fraser um and uh, yeah oh and oh (laughs) man just like emotional man to like you know how like people are like you uh, can be with a fictional character in an elevator forever and you can never and, but they're the only person that you're gonna be stuck with forever and i like but you can only pick one or whatever you know yeah uh, Hands I'd be like him it's him <laughs> yep <laughs> um and so they he like some or he she fixes like some sort of wound on him because he got like slashed and they're all like, wow. Or she, like, puts a dislocated shoulder back in or something. And they're like, wow, oh, yeah. she's a healer. And she's like, I am a nurse. And they're like, no, a healer. And, they're, and she's like, I am so confused. Um, <laughs> and then in over the course of the next couple episodes, she is taken back to, like, the chieftain of the clan. Uh, the castle, right? To the castle. Yeah. And she's kind of like held there, and that's where I'm going to stop explaining the the whole. This makes me want to watch the entire show all over again. Yes, like you have no idea. Uh, like, but can I first explain that in the first episode they show her and her husband from the 19 like 40s, I think is where they are, maybe early 1950s, and they're in the castle, and then later she's brought back to the same castle in like the 1700s. The whole thing. I feel like I'm gonna like pick up like if I watch it again, I'm gonna pick up yeah. so many things that I didn't yes. the first time. Yeah. Um, anyways, so she gets taken back to this castle. She meets the clan leader, and she interacts a lot with the clans and learns about like how the clan is run, um, and how this clan is set up. And she starts to learn a lot about the lives of the people back in the 1740s of the 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 Scottish Highlanders, um, and this is where we uh, hear the term uh, Sassanac, um, which is the Scottish term, the Gaelic term for a non-Scottish person, like an Englishman, um, someone who is not Scottish, uh, an outsider. Okay, so, and it becomes a very endearing term throughout the show. An outlander. An outlander. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... That's that's where my like uh, description of Outlander ends. You have to go watch it. But here we are with the plan. I'm like 
my heart is like beating fast. Like, and the like, whole the whole so show excited. does not the whole show does not stay in Highland Scotland, um, but the first couple seasons do. So Such a good that's show. where we are. That's where we are. Okay. So the word clan. Why did they specifically choose the word clan instead of like a tribe or, you know, something like that? You may ask. Um. Well, it comes from the Gaelic word. I could be saying this. <laughs> could be saying this very wrong, but it is spelled um, C L A N N instead of just like how uh, oh, yeah. in English it's spelled C L A N, which means offspring or like child or children. Okay. Uh, descendants. So like a family. Yes, like those who come after. Um, but not everyone in each clan belonged to this. As uh, many people often believe that, like, everyone in the clan is from the same blood. Um, but that's not true. Hmm. Um, and so the other people who were in the clan were those who lived, like, locally and who, like, looked to the chief for protection. And the chief and his children, usually sons, were revered as most important. And then the other clan members were, like, the people who, like, kind of, like, provided the protection for the the chief and, you know, whatever. He was the guy who said the orders and made sure mm-hmm. everyone got what they needed, settled disputes and whatever. Um, in a clan society, if you will, it's very patriarchal. Uh, it's passed down from, like, a father to a son, or if there is no son, to, like, a nephew. Um, it's a daughter ever. It would okay. never be passed down. There would not really ever be, like, a female chief. Um, so it's always, like, a male predecessor and as it goes down the line. Do they still and have, the- like, plans today? Yes, so we'll talk okay. about that too. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's okay. But the the chief and his son, like the sons, very highly valued. Women, like, were very important members of society. Like, you know, obviously, oh. they, like, raised the children, did all of, like, the gardening and uh, raising, like, livestock and that kind of stuff. Um, so, like, they were very important, like, members of society. But as far as, like, how like the hierarchy in a clan went it was like the men were on top and then the women were seen as like below them yeah and you see that in outlander too you see that like women uh were often placed below and that like um and like when claire is in that society she she comes from you know a new liberated women coming from world war ii where they're finally have jobs and they have a voice for themselves and stuff and she's going back into this society and she's like uh no you cannot just tell me what to do or hit me for no reason uh because (laughs) i spoke out against you you know yeah whipping a girl for kissing someone in a corridor or whatever um (laughs) and so she has she's very opinionated throughout the show and that does not fly in this society women were meant to be seen and not heard and just kind of follow what the men said 
Right, yeah. She definitely, like, uses her voice and, like, yes. stands up for herself, which is And for great, other women, but... yeah. Yeah. And it gets her into some trouble, too, because mm-hmm. uh, the men don't like it. Um, okay, so the loyalty to one's own clan and between certain other clans were, was extremely strong, extremely strong, and often formed allies with other clans kind of like between like nations like how they would form mm-hmm. um but they also had uh, enemies between clans where they like clashed the clash of clans oh yes <laughs> uh you know um so <laughs> just to make another cult- a pop culture reference um <laughs> make make ourselves more relevant to the youth oh yes Although I don't know if the youth play them anymore. I don't even, yeah. So it's, it's more of our generation time thing. Um, so people saw themselves having more of an allegiance to their own clan than to their country. And they were prepared to die for it. For their clan. Not for their country. Oh. So, as opposed to dying for the King of Scotland or the if England was in control at the time for England, they definitely were not for England. Most of the clans, some clans were loyal to like England and stuff, um, but definitely they were like our clan or die, yeah, uh, before their country. Um, yeah, so they kind of operated as like their like own kind of nation. And then, I feel like that caused a lot of, like, just, like, conflict and, like, kind of yes. chaos. Yes. Yep, it did. <laughs> um, so, the chief of a clan was the leader that no one questioned his authority um, ever. And if you did, you would be dealt with. Because he was undisputed. And what he said went. And his people, who were, like, his right-hand men... We're going to make sure that what he said went. And if you had a problem with it, they had a problem with you. Um, and, but generally his people really trusted him because like, if he like could like build that kind of like trust, like they had like this really good relationship. And a lot of people like genuinely like felt like affection or like love for their leader Sure, um, yeah. And the difference between, like, like, uh, like, because they kind of compare, like, the clan society to, like, different feudal societies of, like, the medieval times where there's, like, a landlord and, like, tenants, is that as opposed to, like, the, the tenants of the clan time being, like, enslaved in some way to the landlord who's the chief, the chief and his, like, clan have like this strong bond and relationship they each other he he visits his people knows his people he is actively involved in their lives he's not some like lord who's away from the people you know yeah he he sits and talks and drinks and plays games with them and you know goes to war with them um so you know, there's, like, camaraderie between them. Um, so, again, the chief was the landlord for the common people who acted as tenants. And they basically paid him to live on his land through money, food, or other provisions. And in return, he provided safety, settled disputes, and made sure everyone had enough food to eat. 
Um, so, like, we this is you. You also see this in Outlander, um, where the the I think like because he's like the chief, but they call him like the Laird, L A I R D, the Laird, which I think is like like you in England they might say the Lord of the castle, mm-hmm. or like the Laird. Um, he sends like his uh, constituents out to collect like the taxes from the people and they pay him uh sometimes they pay him in livestock or like crops that they got that year um and sometimes and like they have someone who's like keeping track of all of this and sometimes that someone would come up and say i can't pay you I don't even have enough like money to feed my kids, you know, like yeah. take my, take my son to work for you, you know, cause I can't feed him. And instead of doing that, sometimes they would take like a, a, a boy and be like, all right, come work at the, the Laird's castle, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it will be a good life for you or whatever. Um, but sometimes they would say, okay, well we have this extra food that we gathered from other people Let's redistribute it to you to get you back on your feet. Oh, wow. Um, And I think, like... That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that. that's kind of cool. Like, and that's probably why they had, like, this trust and, like, this willingness and loyalty to, like, be there for their chief when they need... when he needed them for, like, a war or something. They look out for each other. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like... I don't think, like, because, like, it's such a prideful society, too. Um, I don't think any man would want to go and say, I can't provide for my family. And so to do that, like, would take a lot of, like, humility and stuff. And so I think, like, like the chief would know, like, oh, he really is in need of something. And he didn't just do this, like, stupidly. And probably if someone did it stupidly, he'd be like, well we will provide for your family, but you're going to have to pay for it somehow, you know? Mm. Um, And then I think, like, they would also say, like, well, when you can, you know, once you get back on your feet, like, you're going to owe us some stuff here for this. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay. So the kings of Scotland, as the years went through, figured out that it was smart to get on the good side of the chiefs as opposed to the bad side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the chiefs were and the clans were more loyal to the chiefs than to the kings um, so when there was a war the kings could call upon the chiefs and their men to go into battle for them um, which like I guess didn't happen like a ton but when it did happen it was good that the kings were like buddies with the chiefs as opposed to the enemies because when they were the enemies of the chiefs the chiefs were like well, that really sucks for you, I guess, doesn't it, that you need <laughs> men? Because we are not going to fight for you. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, each clan had specific territory. And they would have at least one castle, but sometimes they would have more than one castle on them. Which I thought was interesting. Um, and territory was often disputed, and it was highly valued between clans. And as clans grew, their need for space and resources grew too, which, leads to feud- which led to feuds between clans. 
Um, and Scotland is not, like, in the Highlands, is not a super, like, rich place to, like, farm or raise livestock or, like, anything. It's not, like, a great, like, it's pretty barren and not, like, a great place weather-wise to do any mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. So, like, being able to have more land and more space and that kind of stuff was, like, really, really valuable because you could do more with it and not just rely on, like, one small area. Yeah. Um, so when the feuds did happen between the clans, the chiefs relied on their clansmen to rally as armies to defend and or procure land for the clan to expand or to just be able to survive. Um, because sometimes getting more land was just a matter of survival because as, you know, people grow up and have more babies, the clans grew bigger. Yeah. And then they ran out of space. And of course they weren't in the era of building up, so they had to build out. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And you know, they're in the they're in the era where people are starting to live longer. Um, they're not dying at like forty you know so it's not like the death and like the birth rate is like super balanced either Mm -hmm. um but during feuds raids of castles or villages would often happen that were very devastating and would kill dozens if not hundreds of people um and cattle would be stolen provisions would be stolen and women would be stolen Oh, <laughs> um, and of course, women during that time were not treated with much dignity, especially by the men of the different clan. So, oh, yikes! Not a good position to be in, and they probably did not survive much longer after being stolen. Yikes! In the raids. They were used for a purpose and then discarded. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before 1745, and I know that's like a very specific time, <laughs> most clansmen wore a large kilt called a philomore or the great kilt that was big enough to be a hood, cloak, kilt, and blanket all in one. What? How's it it's a hood? A sneed. It's a um, sneed? A sneed. Is yeah. it a thingy or sneed? I think it's a thneed. I think I said it wrong the first time. <laughs> wait, how? Wait, wait, how is it like a hood? Because you could like wrap it over your head. Then your bare butt would be showing. No, it wrapped around several times. Oh, okay. Um, and you see this in Outlander too, as well. Also, there's only like two, but you see it in Outlander as well <laughs> when Jamie yoinks. Claire onto the horse in ep- or in season one, and he takes his Philomore and he wraps it around both of them, and you're just like, wow, what a gentleman <laughs> keeping her warm. Um, and it's just a ginormous kilt, basically. Okay. Um, and anyways, this this Philomore was replaced. I'm probably saying that wrong, also. But it was replaced with the modern kilt that is seen today that is shorter. Um, but because it was replaced to be shorter, um, weavers were 
eyes and more modern colors because it didn't take as long to make. Oh, okay. And it was less like expensive. So how did they get like, like... yeah, like how did they get like the plaid? They had to weave it all. Oh. Um, Okay. So it's not actually called. (laughs) So it's not really. I had another question. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Did the Scots did the Scots invent like plaid like design? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've like wondered that. I don't, well, I have more. Well, we'll get to it. Okay, later. sorry. Continue. Okay. <laughs> so it's not actually called like, it is called like a kilt, but it's really called a tartan. Hmm. Um, and it's like the plaid as a Sassanac or a non-Scottish person would call it. Um, it is, so it's a unique pattern which belonged to each individual clan, but that's actually like kind of a myth. Because some clans would use, like, more than one pattern. Right. But, like, yeah. there were usually more, like, distinct colors belonging to each clan. Sure, yeah. Um, and during the 17th and 18th century, clansmen identified themselves by badges on their bonnets. Because they have those, like, little kind of, like, floppy. They're almost beret-like. But oh, they probably yeah. would be offended by me saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, and they would have, like, little... They called them badges, but they're like a sprig of heather or fur or holly, for example, placed into their bonnet um, to signify like which tribe they wrong, which clan they <laughs> uh, belong to. And that was like a more accurate like uh, descriptor for which clan they belong to. Interesting. Um, I feel like that would be really easy yeah. to just like fake what clan you're in. If you're trying you to be sneaky. Want to. I don't know you if you're trying to go but undercover. Like <laughs> but like Klansmen got it. They all I feel like they know. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, today there are like there like they don't know like for sure like how many clans like have ever existed or like you know anything for like sure because there's like small like little like you know like extra groupings of clans and whatever but they estimate like about 500 clans have existed at one point slash maybe kind of exist today there are like clans in like 300 like (laughs) sorry my brain just like broke for a second (laughs) since like the since the thousands that's not very many clans i thought there'd be like way more and clans don't really exist guess... in any sort of, like, formal way today, but a lot of people know which, like, clan, like, they came from, like, what their is, and they still, right. like, strongly identify with their, like, clan heritage. I guess, like, clans probably, like, last a long time. They kind of cause... dissipated after yeah. 1745. Right, but like, like they started to, to only dis- have like five hundred. Like, I guess like yeah. Once you have one established, like it takes a while to like yes, yeah, yeah. So and clans like ran very deep, very strong, um, and there wasn't like a ton of people like starting new clans. You know, it wasn't like oh, we're breaking off and starting our own clan because like that would take a lot of work. I feel like yeah, to establish yourself. Um, and there were clans that were, like, truly, like, Scottish that, like, were there from, like, 
I don't know, like, I don't really, I don't know, like, how to, like, tell the inception of, like, Scottish people, but, like, then, but there were also clans that came over from France and established themselves that, like, from France, and the Fraser clan that Jamie <laughs> claims his name from um, was a clan that was from uh, France. Which is why really? crest, which is why their crest says uh, uh, Je suis Press. Mm. Which is actually the legitimate crest of the Fraser clan. Oh. Yeah. So. So like it wasn't entirely made up for the show. Nope. That's so cool. And a lot of like the other clans that like because like Outlander was like fairly like historically accurate as far as like like the timeline of history and like the uh, the battles that went on and I'm not right. going to talk about like battles and stuff because I don't want to like give away any spoilers or like any of like the generals or like anything Plotting. like that <laughs> don't say it <laughs> no no that's what ha- that's what happened in 1745 1744 1745 that's why I'm not talking about it um that's why a lot of that's why the clans had kind of disappeared. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. There's so much we could talk about. We could talk uh, about Culloden sometime, but it would give away just so the much way he, just the way nope. Jamie says nope. Culloden. Like, Cl- okay. yes. Okay. So it would, it would give away a lot of the show if we talked about that. Yeah, probably because we would probably go into tangents about it, and we can't talk about that. <laughs> so you're gonna have to watch the show to learn more about Scottish history and clan history and what You're it like, has to do with Culloden. Maddie's like, um, we're going to talk about Outlander today, but we're not allowed, but you're not allowed <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, how can I talk about Outlander without giving away the whole show? Uh, but like, Outlander goes so much farther than just like Scotland, so... Yeah. I, I well, also don't want to yeah. give away the whole show. I'm not giving True. away the show. It, <laughs> okay. So now we're going to talk about fun facts about Scotland. Yay. Okay. I so, want to go there. I know. I, do too. I just think their accents are so cool. Like It is so cool. They're just so fun. <gasps> okay. So the official animal of Scotland is, do you know this? I knew this before I saw this, so I feel like... Official animal of Scotland? Yeah. I feel like once you say I'm gonna, like, be like, oh. It's a unicorn. Oh, I was not thinking that, <laughs> but... <laughs> I I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, so, uh... Hmm. That's funny. But those don't exist, question mark? Or at least no one's seen them if they do? Maybe not here, but um. okay. Yeah, so I don't know. So the highest, uh, the tallest waterfall in Great Britain, which is called I looked up how to say this. I hope I'm going to say it right. <laughs> it's called Asquallinen. Asquallinen. Really? <laughs> it's spelled E A S A. With an apostrophe A- C H U A L A L U I N N. Um, hold on. Let's see if this thing will play. 
Esakalaluan. And it is 658 feet tall, which is three times the height of Niagara Falls. Wow. Yeah. Also, Which sorry you... for that disruption. Um, Jaeger, yeah, what was going on? He found like a little, like, what do you call it? A millipede? No, wrong, disgusting. And he brought it in on it, was like crawling all over his hands. He was like, You have Ew. to look at this. And I was like, Get Take that away inside. from me. He knows I hate them. That's, That's gross. Why don't we know okay. more about that waterfall, though? Like, we think, like, Niagara Falls is, like, the the coolest, biggest waterfall ever. And I've never heard of this other one. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, it is also tree in Europe. And the tree is one of the oldest living organisms in the world. And it is a twisted U that has been around for 3,000 years. What? How? Yeah. Uh, how big is this? <laughs> it's gotta be a big tree. Are there people, like, taking care of it or something now? Or just, like, keeping their eye on it? Make sure. I don't know. Not, like, take care of it, but, like, making sure, like, it's not gonna die anytime soon. We gotta keep that tree alive. <laughs> I feel like if it survived for 3,000 years, it's I guess. okay. <laughs> how, how, I'm broken. Okay. I'm just, yep. but like, what kind of conditions has it? I don't know. Maybe it's, it's the-, the rain, because there's lots of rain in Scotland. And the raincoat was actually invented in Scotland by a name by sorry by a man named Charles Macintosh. And I love that a raincoat. Apparently, I didn't know this has a nickname. It's called a Mac, <laughs> which is why people call it a Mac because it's it was made by Charles Macintosh. He was like, also grab, um, grab one Mac. of the founders of the lesser known founders of Apple computers. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. Oh, look at my new raincoat! <laughs> Do you remember that? Maybe. One? Okay, wait. When was this guy? When was this Macintosh guy around? I don't know. Let's see. Charles Macintosh raincoat. Two, 250th birthday. Uh. Okay, so he's old. 1766. That's when he was born. He, so maybe he, uh, he bo- he made it in 1823. Really? That seems like that was like before we even had like photography. It was a raincoat. I know. I'm just. What yeah. material was it made out of? Uh. He sandwiched a layer of liquid rubber made by naphtha between two layers of fabric and created a new material that would be resistant to water while also remaining flexible and wearable. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. But did, you didn't get my line about your dad's line. No, I oh, did. you like my new raincoat? Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Okay. Okay, so... 
The small Scots town of Bonnie Bridge has become the UFO capital of the world. <laughs> it has more than 300 sightings of UFOs reported every year. Wow. Maybe it's just like Northern Lights or something? <laughs> I don't know. But, what the heck? They have, like, the biggest, oldest tree. They have UFOs and... But they also have the world's shortest commercial flight in the world. Guess how long it is in miles and in seconds. Seconds? <laughs> Why would... <laughs> seconds? <laughs> Meaning less than a minute? Is it's that what... <laughs> it's 1.5 miles long. 47 seconds. You can't walk that distance. <laughs> it probably takes longer to board the plane. Literally. For the plane to take off, for the plane to land. For sure. And for you to get off the plane than it would for you to walk that distance. How is it worth like, the I'm gas or whatever? I'm wondering if it's like a like from an island to an island. Because I think Scotland has over like 750 islands. Okay. So, But the tickets but, like... are really expensive apparently. So I would just get a freaking little raft and just row myself yeah. a mile. Yeah, well. I don't know. I mean, so, it's just like so, it'd be like over yeah. before you know it. It's like a roller coaster. That's really Yeah, funny. yeah. So, Scotsman Alexander Graham Bell, you may have heard of him, uh, invented the he telephone. Was a, he was a Scotsman? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. And engineer John, he was American. John Logie Baird <laughs> created the world's first picture TV in 1925. That's so cool. And they were both Scottish. Yeah. Wow. Go Scots. So, <laughs> so since the 1970s, all imports of haggis, which is like fish, uh, the, the haggis fish, uh, to the U.S. have been completely banned. So if you want to actually eat haggis, you have to go to Scotland. What? Yep. Wait. Why was it banned? It I looks disgusting. It's a savory pudding containing sheep's pluck. What is a sheep's pluck? I don't want to know. Minced with onion, oatmeal, suet, spices, and salt. It looks like a pasty, kind of. But, like... I thought haggis was fish. No. Oh. Okay. Main ingredient... (laughs) Main ingredients. Sheep's heart, liver, and lungs, and stomach. So, I guess that's what a pluck is. is just all the organs that you would not want to eat. Probably not allowed in the U.S. because we don't eat sheep stomach or That's gross. sheep lungs or sheep liver or sheep heart. <laughs> um, uh, the, okay, UK has the grossest. <laughs> they really do. like the what's like, like the blood. Prove the me blood, wrong. Oh my! Like did we yellow. talk about? Yeah, yeah, we definitely talked about that before. Uh, so... What's suet? The hard fat about the kidneys and yeah. loins yes. in beef and mutton. Yes. Why do people eat this? 
because they had to to survive and that they just didn't well we don't stop. need to anymore yeah agreed but anyways scotland has the disgusting. highest proportion of redheads in the world you can keep your haggis 13 <laughs> population are redhead okay but only 13 percent. Could... that's a really high percentage you'd think it'd be more though I don't know. Okay, if you could meet Sam Hewen, would you eat haggis with him? If he was like, you can meet me, but we're having haggis. You just have to try one bite. I guess I would do it for him. I would do it for him. That's that's the actor who plays James Fisher. If I could wash it down with his whiskey... oh yes oh yes yes the sassanac whiskey absolutely okay i bet he would i bet he would allow that maybe we'll message him and be like would you number one be a guest on our podcast (laughs) number two (laughs) have you imagine oh my gosh (laughs) we're both in serious relationships but (laughs) okay (laughs) we'd risk it all i'm just kidding (laughs) oh my gosh maddie i no I love food. Okay. Scotland is considered the home of golf as it was invented there in the 15th century. Oh my gosh. It was first played in the east coast of Scotland using pebbles and sticks. Accurate. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So they have three languages in Scotland. Three official languages. They have... Uh, this doesn't make sense it says the sentence in this article says this is a Scottish fact that not everyone knows about but Scotland officially has three different languages England, Scottish Gaelic and Scots I think England say English <laughs> okay they <Scottish>. speak American <laughs> we speak America we speak America <laughs> um so Scottish Gaelic is an ancient Celtic, 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 Celtic language that evolved from Old Irish, Germanic language that is similar to English but considered a different language. That's a really good description. It's German, but it's similar to English. But it's, it's like a mishmash of language. A mishmash of germ. What is it called? Scots. Scots language? Nope. Scots. Yeah. Scots. Yep. Huh. Yep. Uh. So the bagpipes, as we all know. The instrument uh, was invented <laughs> in ancient Egypt. Really? And the Romans brought the bagpipes to Scotland. We then took the instrument as their own. Anything. I feel like any everything was just in- <laughs> invented in ancient Egypt, and then people yes. like yeah it as their own. I don't even know. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Edinburgh is considered one of the most haunted places in the world, 
with Edinburgh Castle right in the center. Really? Um, and lots of people have heard the beat of the headless drummer down in the dungeons. Headless drummer? Yep. Okay. First How did off, he I'm become like, headless? I'm like, okay, you heard the beat. How did you know it was a headless drummer playing the beat first off? Yeah. If you just heard a beat. But, yeah, I want to know, how did he become headless? Someone tell us. Um, Okay. Another fact about Edinburgh is that it's got more listed buildings than anywhere else in the world. Edinburgh Castle was first built on Castle Rock in late late 11th century, and the city has grown in its shadow ever since. The world's tallest hedge can be found in Scotland. It's over 100... Sorry, let me restart that number. 1,700 feet in length and 100 feet high. At the Edinburgh Zoo, there's a penguin called Sir Niels Olav, who's a brigadier and has a knighthood. Knighthood. Yep. That's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> it's a penguin. He has a knighthood. Good for him. I love penguins. They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> they really are. Uh, the first ever international association football game was played in Scotland. The match was between Scotland and England in 1872. Uh, and it ended as a zero to zero draw. <laughs> Why? Did they not believe in overtime? I don't know. It was eighteen seventy two. So that's so like anticlimactic. <laughs> like I know. I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah. So there's a the famous Highland Games. Which is a whole nother, like, episode we could do. But hmm. there is a game at the Highland Games called the Caber Tossing. Which is where you throw a giant tree trunk. I've heard of that. Wait, like, yes! The Highland... Throwing... This person is throwing a giant tree trunk. Uh, and it dates all the way back to the 11th century. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's cool pictures. Yep. Uh, Edinburgh was the first city in the world to have a fire department. They were all volunteers at the time. But... How do they know, though? What? How do they know that they were the first city in the world? <laughs> Maybe they're the first recorded one. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and they, but they were not the quickest at responding to the danger. Because <laughs> uh, they, like, had to scramble to get buckets of water. Yeah. Um, but Whatever. on the topic of water, Scotland offers free water to all citizens. Free. Like, wait. No one, no one pays for water. Really? Yep. 
Like even just like pl- like like bottles of water or whatever. Oh, like your your house water. Oh. Well, okay. That's nice. <laughs> I guess. Valerie's like, darn, no bottled water for me. <sighs> yeah. There you go. It's probably crappy. Fun facts about Scotland. <laughs> probably crappy. It's I don't free know. water. It's probably like, like gross water tap water. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's nice, I guess. Rootin' tootin'. Cattle shooting American over here. Pay your fluoride treated water. Pay your water bill. I don't pay for my water here at this apartment. I run my water all day. Oh my gosh. I don't, but. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Scotland. Fun. Scotland. I really made it through that without doing like hardly any Scottish accent. I That's know, a miracle, you guys. A miracle. It really is. Really is. Uh, yeah, I was so excited. I was like trying so hard to think because Mallory like jump scared me last night, and she's like, "So we're gonna do the podcast tomorrow night," and I was like, mm, "Yeah." <laughs> And it's, like, my week to, like, pick a topic. And usually I spend Thursday, like, researching my topic. And Wednesday I'm busy all day. Oh, my bad. And so I was like, that would have been nice to know at, like, noon today on Tuesday. Well, I didn't Um, know until that time. It was okay. Something came up. It was okay. But I was trying to think about what I was going to do. And then I came up with this brilliant idea. And then I, like, did my research at my lunch. And I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) I was wow. so excited. Good job. Thank you Thank for you. doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone go watch Outlander. Yes, if you haven't already. So and when is the next season it. coming out? I don't know. What is it? Season seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Ugh. I really need it. I honestly should just rewatch it all. What? Maybe. Apparently, you know it what? was supposed to come this month, but now it's not coming. That's rude. We're going to have to re-get our Stars subscription. <laughs> Mallory and I oh my gosh, a Stars yes. subscription so that we could watch Outlander. Alright. <laughs> well, this has been your smattering of facts. <laughs> You've been smattered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.